Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 33 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Are you listening to this at the beginning of your week or towards the end of the week? Need motivation or getting amped up? Either way, the Last I Go Heart podcast is glad to serve. Honored. I am honored here at the Last Cycle Heart Podcast to be able to be the motivation or amped up. I'm sorry that I couldn't motivate you or amp you up last week. I've been very busy being successful. Like this, yeah, like this suit that I have on, dress for success. Uh, I don't have enough money to buy a suit. Uh, this actually was gifted to me by my uncle. He, he, came, he was, one day I was in North Carolina, that's where he lives. Very successful man. One day he just comes, he goes, Dawson, come with me. Which, usually if someone of, you know, higher authority, specifically a family member goes, hey, come along with me. Usually that's going to be a deep talk time. And it was. And he pulled right up to a a suit, a tailored suit uh, store, walked right in there, got me all fitted up and nice and cozy. And uh, man addition suit but the reason why he got me this is because he is a he's a successful man like I said but he also he dressed for success is his big thing so he looked at me and goes Dawson whatever job that you want in the future no matter what it is you go in there with this to the interview with this suit on 99.8% chance that you're going to be getting that job I said what (laughs) he hasn't lied yet I'm taco truck job Golf course job. I almost forgot the second job. Now nah, I'm working at a pizza place. This suit has gotten me opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Mmm. Feeling all good in this. Ooh-hoo-hoo. All thanks to my uncle. But you're probably wondering, well, Dawson. So this is going to be your podcast episode. It's like this is why your outfit replicates success. Does it replicate, like, you know, no. It replicates wedding attire (gasps) slash untucked hey untucked yeah so episode 33 is dedicated to the outfit of boom wedding attire and untucked before i get into wedding attire though untucked why I wanted to dedicate it to untucked is, is because even when I was a younger child, you know, when you didn't want to tuck your shirt in, but your parents made you because that made you look cuter or whatever, I still haven't. Okay, mom, it wasn't a phase. No wonder I probably wanted to live with dad because he never made me tuck my shirt in on the weeks that I went over to his house. Ugh. I know, I probably got a little bit too deep there, but what I'm trying to get at is I don't like it tucked in. I don't. I like to leave it flowing. Untucked flies a duck. That's my mantra. Till I die. <laughs> As for wedding attire, though, I mean, <laughs> am I getting married? No. <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> I'm way too young to get married, you know? I gotta fill out my options, you know? I can't just accept the first girl that comes up to me. I'm not desperate. <sighs> okay, I'm not saying that all these kids that are getting married really young are desperate. I'm just saying, you know, I guess gotta, I'm more more of like a pick and choose kind of guy. I'm kind of like just waiting around. I kind of like, you know, I want to explore the many of options. I mean, there's what, like 7 billion people on this planet and you're telling me I have to settle down now? 
<laughs> no, I am going to keep on just chugging along and being single. And then one day, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but I'm not getting married. This is just a season of engagement. And I wanted to celebrate it by dressing because I'm dressing all up because, you know, who knows if someone needs a groomsman or a best man. See, I am the I'm best man material. That's what I am. I'm I'm a hundred percent best man material and to my core. You wanna you wanna you know have an amazing time someplace, you want an event set up, <laughs> call on me, I'll be your best man. I don't even have to know you. You can just literally email me, shoot me a text, find me on social media, be like, dude, I honestly just don't have a best man. My my uh, wife's brother is not cool at all, and I just really need a best man right now. I'm like, dude, I gotcha. Okay, for free. All you gotta do is just pay me to fly wherever you at. You know, buy me a suit, whatever. You know, the extra stuff. But I'll get the whole best man thing all set up for you as long as you pay for it. I can, you know, take you a trip. You know, go hiking, go partying it up. Ooh, ooh, not crazy partying, but you know, having fun, having a little bit of, having a good time. You know, disco, dancing, club, and you know, that's what being the best man is all about. And that's why I would love to be it. Or, you know, we can go right ahead into uh, ordained minister, you know. I'm not dressed like to be an, uh, a, you know, minister or a, a pastor to be able to, you know, marry people. But I am ordained. And uh, it was more of a joke. But the thing is, though, is my friend said that if, by the time that if he gets married and his grandpa is no longer around, Guess who gets to step up in the position? Ho ho! It is me. I'm gonna be stepping up to the plate, and I'm just gonna be sitting there and be like, "Oh, will you take this uh, woman as your lovely, uh, as your? Uh, I don't even know the words, but you know, would you take this lady as your wife? <laughs> hey, would you take this guy as your husband? Well, you may French kiss. Let's go. Mm, just smash those lips together already, because where's my paycheck? <laughs> but yeah, you know that I did. My friend just got engaged. One of them did. Uh, the one of the grandpa thing that I was talking about, he, he just got a girlfriend, so it's going to be a while down the road. So who knows on that one. But uh, my other friend, he just got engaged to his girl, and I made an amazing, beautiful engagement video. Pop that up a little quick, real quick. You know, I'm going to put that up there. It's going to be right here. You know, no sound. It's just going to be, you know, good quality video right there. Mm, heartfelt video. I've never really made a heartfelt video. I have always um, stuck to, you know, the skits, you know, commie skits and stuff. Uh, nothing really serious, but I do like editing. So this was my first real shot at getting the feel of what an engagement, you know, setting is going to be like. And it really wasn't disappointing. You know, I, th I honestly thought it turned out great. Uh, the parents loved it. All the old people on Facebook, oh, their eyes were just wet with tears. They were just like, <laughs> it four times and it was just so beautiful <sighs> you know when you get people in that mood that means you made a pretty good video so like i i gotta congratulate myself pat myself on the back for that one because it was rough it took a while to edit uh, you know get the film footage and i'll also never have filmed for somebody before i've always filmed myself i've never had someone film me or me film something so me being able to get the shots you know i'm glad it worked out um, but what I'm trying to tie this into is also just the simple fact of like, you know, <laughs> who needs wedding videos out there? Uh, you know, engagement, I did an engagement video. Those are not really heard of, but wedding videos are needed. Uh, you know, DJs are needed, entertainment, uh, 
someone who's ordained to marry people. I mean, man, can, who who can complete all three of those tasks? And I don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars trying to find one or the other. Hmm. Oh, the last Nigelhart podcast. Did Doss Nigelhart? Can you do that for me? Yes, yes, I can. I can videotape. I am coming out with a package right now, and this is for all my listeners. Okay, I will give you a discount if you're listening right now, or if you're listening, or if you're watching right now. I'm giving a giving you a discount if you need a wedding video, DJ, and a minister all in one. All in one, it's gonna be a whole complete package. I don't know what pack, what it's gonna be called yet. I'm just riffing it off. It's gonna be called the Gold Package. It has all three of them. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, uh, I'm gonna come in. This is for two grand, two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. You have the complete set, minister, DJ, videographer, all in one, exclusive. I'm gonna come to your wedding. I'm gonna be able to do everything. It's gonna come out gorgeous and beautiful, amazing. Okay, because I mean, I've seen some of these videographers, you know wedding film like when they filmed weddings some of these people pay up to four thousand dollars for a videographer are you kidding me are you on your mind they'll pay four thousand dollars pay two grand for a minister videographer and dj or entertainment if you need it as be i can i can do anything you want me to do something juggle i can't juggle but i can do something to that effect for weddings specifically weddings okay (laughs) Because I'm just, you know, I'm just pumped, you know, just be able to do that. So if you do need wedding videos, I'm actually being serious on that. I will come out there and uh, help you videotape your wedding. Honestly, I would do it for pretty cheap because I've never done a wedding before. I did an engagement video. Uh, now, now that this video is gone, you can watch the full thing on Instagram Go or Facebook. Go just go to my, the links are in the description. Click on my Instagram or Facebook. Go straight there. Watch the whole video. And if you liked it and enjoyed it, dude, I would go out there for $1,000. $1,000, I would go out there and film your whole wedding for you. 1000 You know, most of these people, on average, are going to make you pay eighteen dollars to $2,000. dollars to $2,000 just to videotape a wedding. I'm going to cut that in half for you. $1,000, and I'll go out there with my equipment and make, make a sick video for you all so you can watch it with your kids one day. How about that? <laughs> Promoted a business right there, Dawson. Business model. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but when I videotaped this engagement video, though, it was pretty funny because all my friends' girlfriends were there and uh, other friends' girlfriends. And, you know, when girls watch another girl get uh, engaged to and get a, a ring, oh, they start getting jealous and you start seeing it. It's so funny. So they were just like, now. Now they won't shut up about it. Now they're just waiting. They're like, oh, so now you're about to get me a ring, right? <laughs> I'm going to wait for one. <laughs> it's gonna, if it's longer than two months, I'm going to choke you out. So never bring your girlfriend to another man's engagement party. That's just, just put it that way because jealousy will arise. Arguments are going to be happening afterwards. It's just not a really good thing. And as for a single guy, <laughs> it was fun to watch. I'll be honest. <laughs> but moving along man actually real quick i do have something to say here um i don't know if you can see the sticker on my computer if you're watching this if you're of course just listening to it you can't see it but there's this new sticker that i added to my computer i'm actually just going to start putting stickers all over my laptop just because i can uh it's going to be the one towards the bottom here if you're really wondering what i'm trying to do with it but uh really what i'm trying to say 
but I got I bought some new underwear. I just wanted to try it out. I thought I needed to upgrade. Okay, I was tired of wearing my middle school uh, through high school uh, uh, branded underwear. I think after you graduate high school, it's time to upgrade the underwear. Okay, uh, American Eagle was so high school, middle school. So American Eagle, Air Apostle, all of those. Okay, if you still wear those and you're an adult male, um, you might need to reevaluate your decision making. Okay, stop wearing American Eagle underwear. It's not sexy once you get to the age of like 20. <laughs> it's not. You got to upgrade. But there's underwear companies that are coming out with underwear that are just amazing. They're even more comfortable than the American Eagle underwear and any of those. They're made out of like the stuff called Micro Moldol. I, dude, I think I just hit it right, the nail right on the head on that one. Micro Moldol. I think that's what it's called. But they make underwear out of that now. Uh, companies like MeUndies and stuff like that. I don't personally wear MeUndies, but I found this other company called Culprit because I like their designs better on their underwear. And they make this stuff out of Micro Moldol. And it is amazing. Oh. Uh, and they're not a sponsor on the podcast. By the way, I don't have any sponsors right now. But if Culprit wanted to be a sponsor, I would full-fledged go for it. Not even kidding. It, it, they're, a, they're comfortable. Like, very comfortable. Like, I can't even feel them right now. I feel like I'm free-balling right now. I just feel like I'm not even wearing underwear right now. It's just like my balls are just on a cloud. Just... Boop, just straight on cloud. Just amazing. Amazing feel. Feels like Charlotte from Charlotte's Web knitted me. Just, you know, knitted me and wove me a nice pair of webbed underwear that just like you can't even feel. They're just being hugged. It's like a tempurpedic for your balls. It's amazing. Amazing stuff. I know I went into extensive detail on that one, but if you ever thought about getting an upgrading underwear, guys, culprit is probably a really good way to go i'm just saying you know i'm not trying to suede you any uh as long as you're not wearing hanes <laughs> that's so cheap i saw my friend he he came uh he came over the other day and spent the night and he pulled out hanes underwear i was like who who wears hanes no one wears hanes anymore oh well i get a pack of i get a pack of eight for like a dollar i'm like okay that explains it that explains why you're still uh stuck uh, in that era because you just want to go cheap. No, you have to spend the extra money to buy good quality underwear. Hanes is like sandpaper for your nuts. Why? Why do you want to just wear that? It's awful. Awful texture. It's like wearing tight jeans. <laughs> Ugh. Awful. Mm. But moving on. Okay, I just wanted to take a little bit of that time to just brag about the underwear because I'm just moving around my seat. I'm like, dude, I don't even feel like I'm wearing anything right now. Goes along with the suit season of untucked mm -mm -mm. or episode of untucked uh, 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 uh. had to go on to it but <laughs> now moving along uh to has anything ever just like like popped in your head that made you mad like something that made you mad in the past and like you could be doing something like awesome great you could be cooking having a great time next thing you know the awful thought of of just some bad memory just pops in your head. Someone pissed you off. Uh, some situation happened that just irritated you really bad. Also, that pops in your head and just ruins your whole rest of your day. Whole rest of your day. I had that today. And, you know, every so often, <laughs> I just have this situation that pops into my head and it makes me so mad. 
it makes me so mad. It, it, it doesn't ruin my day, but I just dwell on it for a minute. I'm just like, oh my God, why do I even think about it? It happened five years ago. By the way, this situation that I'm about to talk about happened five flipping years ago. And every so often it pops in my head and it just makes me so mad. And I know I'm not the only one out there that has this type of thinking that there's these thoughts that just pop into my head. But, <laughs> oh, hold on. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second uh, for your uh, just before I go into the situations that make me mad. uh, I have to talk about real quick about the people upstairs. Um, um, I got to kind of keep this down real quick because this is a little situation between me and you. Uh, The the people upstairs uh, a, a few nights ago. They got into a huge fight. I'm talking huge argument. Just cussing, screaming at each other. Plates were thrown. We were down. We were down here playing board games and whatnot. All of a sudden, we just hear, "F this!" F. They're just screaming at the top of their lungs, and I'm just like, "Whoa, what is going on?" So we go into the corner where the sink is. That's the best listening spot. So then we're over there just listening and just having the time of our lives. And then one of my friends. Uh, dials in his parents have never been divorced so of course he says as he goes oh my god should we like you know call somebody should should we like you know uh you know call like the cops or something you know just see if everybody's okay because he just started i'm like what are you talking about all of a sudden we all of a sudden we hear i'm going to kill you and uh, <laughs> no 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 i know i actually said no we heard I will, I will kill you, <laughs> or something to that effect, and all of a sudden, we were like, oh my, <laughs> we were just about to lose it, and my friend goes, okay, I think we should call somebody, but then me and my other friend who have had divorced parents were like, nah, we're not going to call each, we're not going to need to call anybody, and my other friend was like, why, and we were like, okay, that, they're not going to mean it, <laughs> you know that dude just topped off a 30 pack and he just passed down to his bed and now boom things are over our parents that you know we have divorced parents have been through those situations we know those guys upstairs they don't mean what they're saying okay he really cares ball it's fine we can go back to our board games anyways (laughs) i know i just had to take a little bit of time out to just talk about that because it was a very wild situation a very wild scenario of the neighbors that are upstairs so Keep that in between us. I don't want them having to come down here, you know, and be like, oh, hey, I heard that you're talking about us on your podcast. Uh, we don't really appreciate that. Well, then keep it down upstairs, and I won't have to f- talk about it, okay? Sound literally like my freaking mom and dad before they got divorced, okay? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but back to what I was saying, so that makes me mad. I know I got off a subject there for a second, but I heard something rumbling upstairs. I thought it trouble was a brewing at three o'clock in the morning by the way it's three o'clock in the morning on a wednesday a wednesday okay three o'clock in the morning on a wednesday and i'm bringing you episode 33 of the last cycle heart podcast i'm just saying that's how much you guys mean to me all right every viewer every listener that's how much y'all mean to me and i just like talking so whatever it's three o'clock in the morning uh and i want you and i need you i don't know t-pain popped in my head right then there even though it's five o'clock in the morning but I just want a little bit of attention two hours before five o'clock in the morning, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying half the time anyway. Anyway, I'm going back into things that just make me irritated. So, things that make me mad that popped in my head. So, this situation was very specific. It was five years ago. 
We were in a line of we were a line inside of a movie theater. Ah, oh, man, line inside of a movie theater. I had to repeat that a few times because I just could not get that portion out. Hence, it's three o'clock in the morning, and I think you need to know. Think you need to know that bit of information. <laughs> but I was in this line. I saw a ten dollar bill on the ground. I go down and grab it. I look up and I go tap on this lady's shoulder because I am about to ask her if this $10 bill happens to be hers. If it's not, I'm going to move on to the next person and the next person because I'm a kind person like that. I was 16 years old. This lady turns around all sassy and she's African American, by the way. Oh, what Dawson? You have to bring race into this. Oh no, not in this day and age. You are not bringing race into this Dawson. She could be purple. She could be green. She could be a dog. I don't care. You know, this is why. Okay? Because I looked at this lady and I said, hey, is this your $10 bill? And she gave me the biggest mm-hmm and snatched it from me. No other, no other race would have been mm-hmm like her. Okay? No, no, no white person does that. No other person does that. No, that was a hardcore Mm-hmm. The kind of mm-hmm that's like, oh yeah, that's not my ten dollar bill, uh, but I'm just gonna go ahead and take it away from you because you are just an ignorant sixteen year old that should have just kept it for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of was. And then she turned around, turned around, and literally just took that away from me. You know what? That made me mad. <laughs> I hope whatever popcorn. Coke combo, soda combo that you decide to buy. I hope you were in the middle of your movie and you decide to eat the popcorn a little bit too fast and it goes down the wrong pipe and everybody around you didn't know how to do the Heimlich maneuver and then you were sitting there and as soon as you were gra- grasping for your last breath, the title starts going in, closing in the sequence. The next thing you know, you pass out and you're done. You know what? That's what I hope happened. You know what? I don't really hope that happened, but I just had to get that out because it made me so mad that she just gave me the biggest. Mm-hmm. That, that's what. That's the biggest part that made me mad. It's like not even the initial fact of her snatching the ten. It was the mm-hmm, the confidence of that. The confidence of that sassiness behind that is what made me so mad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's any other situation that's made me mad like that. That there's just... I'm trying to think. Oh, okay. I got another one. I got another one. Because we're going to just talk about... I mean, not many things make me really, really irritated. But if it does, I will remember it and I will take it to my grave. Okay? I could be 36 years old and this could have happened when I was 16. I will still remember it. I will still remember that. Mm-hmm. And I will... Mm. Ugh. Just like if I ever had an angry role in a movie, I just have to remember that scenario and I will destroy the scene. I will become the best angry player that you, uh, best angry person on that set that you need me to be. I will get into character if you just need, if you just tell me to remember that event or this event. Uh, the event where I was uh, 16 years old, once again, I just got my driver's license and. The thing, the the reason why that is so uh, needed in the detailing is because I was the only person driving in my grade. I was a freshman. All the other people were 15 at the time. I was 16. Uh, reason being is, is my mom held me back in kindergarten. 
I don't know why she did that. Uh, <laughs> I always like to think of it is is because I was the king of the Karen Gardeners. So all the pre-K kids when I got held back came up and I showed them how it's done. <laughs> I don't know why she did it. Uh, I like to say it's for sports, even though I sucked at them. Either way, I was 16 uh, and fr when I was a freshman. So I had my driver's license before everybody else. So, of course, everybody wanted to be my friend because they were like, oh, Dawson could drive us everywhere. I'm like, oh, well, if Dawson could drive us everywhere, that's awesome. So then what ends up happening is, is we all go to this Mexican food restaurant. So we're at this Mexican food restaurant. We're having a great time. Next thing you know, uh, uh, everybody's eating. I'm paying for one person. Okay, we've already agreed that I'm paying for one person. One person only. I am paying for one person. And he said he was going to pay me back later. He just didn't have enough money, which... That statement right there is a bunch of bullcrap because to this day, he still hasn't paid me back. It's been since ninth grade. It's been four years, man. Four, no, five. Yeah, five years, man. Where's my money? Five years. I'm going to come for it, okay? I'm going to pay you back as soon as I get paid. Bullcrap. I'm tired of you using my niceness and just stomping me like a rug. That's why there's no more nice people anymore because of people like you. If you're listening to this, I just want to let you know. But there was one person I was paying for, okay? There was eight other dudes at the table. Eight others. So there was ten of us combined total. So eight other dudes at the table. They, we all order. We all have a great time. Next thing you know, the check comes out. And when I mean check, I mean singular check. And it just comes to me. Every one of them gets up and leaves. They leave the restaurant. They leave me there. I opened up the, I opened up the bill to see what it was. The damage was $65. They made me pay $65 out of my pocket. And they just what they just used me. Just ran ran me over. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was livid. Livid. I'm still livid to this day. Uh, I'm just kidding. It doesn't make me mad anymore, but like that was that situation. That, you really want to mm. That's when I stopped being as nice. I was like one of those people that was like, okay, you used me for the last time. Now now it's to the point where mm, I'm going to have to trust you a little bit in order for me to do that again because uh, you have lost my trust. And, and those, some of those guys, the same people they for in the future, they asked me for gas money. I said, <laughs> nope, not until you pay your $15 that you owe me for the meal that you bought, you, ugh, you freaking jerk. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, those are just some situations that you know I just that just pop up randomly in my head and it just makes me angry. Even the best situations, uh, send me yours. Send me yours. Send me like a story that you have that is just you know that pops in your head sometimes that just makes you really irritated. Uh, that just sparks sparks the you know anger in you, gives you that energy that yeah uh, that you don't want, turns a good time into a bad time really fast, just ruins your whole day. I'd like to know. Email it to me. You know. Uh, DM me about it. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, I would like to hear your story. I would like to, you know, maybe you would come out on the next episode of Last Dog of Heart Podcast. Who knows? <laughs> but moving on to the fun fact portion of this uh, podcast. Uh, if for people that don't know, the fun fact portion is where I uh, go in and I dive deep for the weirdest of weird facts, and uh, I like to share what my findings are on this podcast. And the fun fact that I have for you today is. Mm. People can suffer from a psychological disorder called bone th bone therapy. 
that makes them believe that they are a cow. They try to live their life as a cow. So these people, it's very rare, of course, but uh, it is a psychological diso- uh, disorder uh, that makes people think that they are a cow and they try to live their lives as such. Wow, I have never... Mm, <laughs> that would be funny if I just saw a dude. If I walked outside one day and I saw a girl walking her... Well, if I saw a woman walking her husband and all of a sudden he's just eating grass outside and he's he's going... He's like, and she's like, honey, come on, come back in. <laughs> I'm like, is he okay? And she's like, he's got a rare psychological condition called bone therapy. It's where he thinks he's a cow and he has to live as such. I'm like, wow, how do y'all have anything in common? <laughs> we both love green. <laughs> and we love chicken. <laughs> Prefer chicken over beef. <laughs> do they get offended? I wonder if they get offended if people are eating a hamburger in front of them and all of a sudden they just start flipping out. You eat a hamburger in front of somebody that has both the pre and they're just like, they're flipping out. Oh, man, that's so funny to think about. Man, I actually, I've seen this guy on YouTube. He wanted to live his life as a goat. He dressed up. He dressed up as a goat. And uh, his goal was to live his life as such. So he went in and he got these like little casts made for him. Uh, he had a helmet on with like a little uh, little camera on it to, uh, to videotape his adventure. And he did it for, I think, a month, I think, or a whole year. Whichever one. It was either a month or a year. Whichever one. It was amazing. Anyways, he lived as a goat. Okay. He slept in a shed. And on top of that, he, he would go out onto this... Uh, onto the grass and start eating it. I was like, what the heck is this dude doing? And he recorded his experiences living as a goat grazing among, amongst the other goats. He said it was a freeing experience to get away from all the stresses of the world. Well, if you have to get away from the stresses of the world by uh, pretending to be a goat, uh, maybe a therapist would be better? I don't know, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe maybe go that route before you think you think going full goat is gonna do anything. But bone therapy, I looked it up too, and it's not it's not fake. I thought it was fake. I was like at first I was like, there's no way, no way at all. But you know, I would I would really love to meet one of these people. Honestly, I would love to meet a person. Like I don't know, do they talk? Do they talk normal or do they move? You know, I I I don't know what they do or you know if they could speak english or very interesting very interesting fact that i found <laughs> and you can fact check it all you want to because uh, it's real <laughs> they think they're a grazing cattle <laughs> oh my god that just made me think what if there's a farm of these people like like what happens if we haven't seen these people because their psychological disorder makes them think they're a cow so there's just a guy that just hoists them all together and puts them on a farmland and there's just a bunch of dudes and women that are just out there on this farm they're just eating grass and he's just hauling them all together he brands them or whatever and they're just all that would be crazy oh no why is it the milk I'm drinking is coming from them? I ever thought about that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that would be a little bit too far, you know, if they started milking those people. Uh, oh, rough thing to think about when you're ever drinking your, 
uh, if, if anybody's drinking a glass of milk right now, you know, having a rough time getting around that one. But, uh, what's the word again? Oh, bonethropy. Bonethropy. Um, put that in y'all's little uh, notes. Tab that down just in case if you see anybody, you know, wigging out and you think he's on drugs and it's just a guy with a psychological disorder that, you know, thinks he's a cow. <laughs> but moving along, <laughs> moving along to the news article portion of my uh, podcast, the news segment. Basically, what I have here is a, uh, it's something in the news that's typically, you know, not brought to light. Uh, it's like a, it's something weird, you know, off the cusp, something that deserves to be more in the light than the news that is spread. Uh, so I take a little part of the Last Cycle Heart podcast and I develop a segment where I just, you know, throw, throw a, uh, a news article that, you know, people typically have uh, never really, uh, heard before, but actually this one's, this one is something that's actually pretty popular and it's on the rise right now. <laughs> the only reason why I am, uh even remotely even talking about it is because of how wild it is (laughs) i actually laughed out loud when i heard this for the first time you know because i was like whoa what the what what the heck is this is this uh actually a uh a real a real thing (laughs) is this actually like a a a real news article like there's there's no way that uh that this is a news article a real news article i mean come on the fun fact the fun fact could be one thing, and we could slide it out as being real, but the the, uh, the news article, I don't know. But uh, I'll let y'all debate for that for yourselves. Uh, if y'all have heard, uh, it's been in the news, uh, debate merges over if math is racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Usually in this news article as well, I usually have, like, one where I take that is fake, and one that I take is real, and then, like, I put them side by side and let y'all guess which one's real, which one's fake, but (laughs) I decided just to take the whole news article to talk about, (laughs) talk about if, if math is racist. What? How, how is math racist? I, I don't know what their argument is, like, and then I pulled this up on my phone, and uh yeah in portland oregon a new debate new debate emerged over the controversial topic of white supremacy and racism in school math instruction <gasps> what uh they sent out a newsletter to the math educators in the state the newsletter contained information about virtual micro course in math equity instructions that teachers could sign up for uh that's nothing interesting Where's the interesting stuff? Oh, 82-page workbook on how teachers can examine their actions, beliefs, and values around teaching mathematics? Uh, wow. <laughs> Trying to introduce something other than the correct answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Alan Alley. I'm just good. I'm just going to use this. Former chairman of Oregon Republican Party says ODE should never have offered the course. What? Trying to introduce something other than the correct answer in math. And then somehow trying it with white supremacy is ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, okay. So that guy was disagreeing with it. I was about to say, I was like, is that a, is a Republican saying that? I was like, uh, that would be kind of crazy. I've never heard of really some. Uh, but then a Democrat uh, said, 
Wow. So they're both. There, there's some that are saying this is crazy. There's some that are not. But there's people that both sides are both sides are like this is kind of bonkers. Uh, but uh, we are very familiar with it. Uh, just uh, begging to get. Uh, first TikTok. Oh, it came from TikTok. Uh, really challenged me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've also seen it on TikTok as well. And it's people that are like reacting to what people are saying on the news about how math is apparently racist. And I, I haven't really looked into the math racial thing, but then I've seen some people's reactions to what other people have said, such as there was this one, <laughs> there was this one woman who said that she was like, there, the guy goes, well, two plus two would equal four. And then she goes, well, technically two plus two equals four in the math that we have now. But what if two plus two equals five? What if two plus two wanted to equal five? And I'm like, what, is that a race thing? Does that have to do anything with being racist? I mean, actually, now that I think about it, it makes sense. I mean, all the math equations that I did in middle school and stuff, like three clan member, <laughs> three clan members whipped five, <laughs> whipped five of their slaves two of them died, how many slaves did they have left? I'm like, what? Now it's all making sense. Oh my, oh, oh my, uh, uh, oh, it makes me think of this one. Johnny, Johnny, um, uh, Johnny picked, picked, uh, 500, uh, 500 things of cotton on Monday. He picked 200, uh, things of cotton on Tuesday, and he picked, uh, 400 cotton, th- uh, pieces of cotton on, uh, Wednesday. How many, uh, how many things of cotton did Johnny pick? I'm like, that, that, that makes total sense. I have never thought that math has ever been more racist. But now I'm like, man, these equations are, you know, getting out of control and it's not clicking now. I guess math is racist. I wish I would do it with other subjects too now. Why, why can't you question history? I feel like history would be more racist than math would be. <laughs> because there's actual racial stuff in history. What about other subjects that I hate? Chemistry is pretty racist. It involves math. So, I mean, uh, I've never liked that subject at all. So we might as well, you know, make that racist as well. Um, What other subject is there that I just absolutely despise? Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Scratch that. I got this. School is racist. There we go. You know, why, why just start with math? School is racist. We're just gonna go all around with it and just say it say it with loud and proud for everybody to hear. School is racist. And, and now we're gonna put that and we're gonna put that on TikTok, make that a trend, we're gonna put it on Twitter, uh, we're gonna have it blow up. Hashtag school is racist. We're just gonna cancel school now. Uh because apparently uh p- kids kids are learning how to be racist in that school so in, in school system so <laughs> we're gonna have to just go ahead and just cancel school man what happens if school was canceled then everybody just be just dumb as rocks hey now you think you think the government is gonna be having a fun time with us now <laughs> wait until they cancel schools if they if they start canceling schools now <laughs> we are in for a treat on this one everybody's gonna be <laughs> going wild <laughs> freaking school's racist math is racist oh my <laughs> oh man that is just that's just amazing to hear so you heard it here folks on the last i heart podcast we are bringing you fresh in news of how school is uh now racist 
and uh, math is racist, and uh, you know, uh, we we might as well tie in the people with the psychological disorder, you know, uh, bone therapy. You know, I think we will develop into those people eventually without school. Um, you know, uh, I think the actually, you know, actually, I got this idea: the people that you know say that math is racist. I think they had bone therapy at one point. I really do. I think I think that's what it is. They had bone therapy at one point. Hear me out. This is just a theory. I could be wrong, but I think they had bone therapy at one point, and through evolution, they have become the idiots that they are now. Oh, think about it. Think think about it. Think, now 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 they were cows, or they thought they were cows. Now they have developed into thinking that math is racist. Boom. That is what it is, folks. People with bone therapy have evolved they are not just cows anymore they have evolved into humans and now that they involved in humans they're telling us that math is racist and gonna try to you know run for president do you want people with you want someone with bone therapy running for president no we do not want that no we gotta start getting people tested this stuff is more infectious than covid then at this point i don't want to be i don't want people that just ate grass to be telling me that what i should be doing what i shouldn't be doing huh all the Dr. Seuss books are getting canceled too. Man, what a world we live in, folks. <laughs> Everything's going to be getting canceled. Everybody's too sensitive now. People look at like, I don't know. Uh, uh, Ozarka water bottles. Uh, are 100% natural spring water. Oh, oh, it's 100% natural spring water. Well, springs are racist. Uh, uh, springs be, I don't know. Uh, they just, you know. Uh, hydration's racist. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, speaking of, mm. woo! I had to get, uh, I had to get a quick sip of this racist water that I'm having. O o Ozarka, you know, uh, born naturally. Oh, that that's the thing on this water bottle. Born naturally. No, you know, it could not have been born naturally, you know. So they're going to have to change their label. They're going to get can canceled for that. <laughs> Who knows? Wow. Math is racist. Well, thank you, everybody, for making it to the end of the last Igle Heart podcast. Thank you for making it. Woo! You've made it. Episode 33, baby. We did it. We've done it. We've done did it. You've listened to an amazing episode with the uh, 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 wedding attire untucked. Yeah, if you untuck, uh, we're going to make that a trend. Post your favorite picture of yourself showing yourself untucked and uh, hashtag it untucked. Hashtag the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Put it on the gram. Put it on Facebook. Make your parents mad about it. Do whatever. And, um, also, as a simple fact, I got like my emails in the in the description. My social medias are in the description. Hit me up. Yeah, uh, tell me something an interesting story. Something that makes you mad. That you know that just you know makes a good day go into a bad day. That happened five years ago, like it does with me all the time. Anything, just go for it. Uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me anything. Uh, make sure to follow me. I also have a TikTok now. I'm gonna put that in the link in the description as well. I'm new to it. Uh, it's nice. I finally have been able to finally get all the thoughts that have been twerking off my feed. Yes, it's now just perfect. 
humor and harmony and stuff that I want to see instead of just flooded. I don't. I could care less about you dancing, okay, and twerking. It, it, it means nothing to me. So I finally got through that. Yes, it's a success. Awesome. Now I've finally been able to make it through it. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 33 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. And I will see you next Friday. Oh, and that was just for my audio people. I'm just, anyways, I almost forgot before I said see you next Friday. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe and do all that little fun stuff because, you know, Whenever you like and subscribe and comment or whatever, it lets me know if you like the podcast. It lets me know what's up, if I should keep it going. And uh, it just, you know, make sure to like and subscribe. It means a lot. It means a lot to me. But thank you for listening to episode 33 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. Goodbye. The Last I Go Heart podcast.